All right, so I've got a couple more minutes here with Rita King, former, well, current siren, uh, former mermaid. Uh, I guess that's, I guess that's technically your qual- your your title, right? You're you're currently a siren, a former mermaid, or are you currently a mermaid, always a mermaid. Legendary siren. Legendary siren. Look at that. I like that. That's great. So you got a little more time with me. So you you're kind of you know a lot about not only the, the history of the park, but also some of the cool things like some of the celebrities that were there, the movies that were shot there, and even some of the artifacts that were found. Oh yes. Uh, so let's talk. One of the things this really interests me. This is probably my favorite thing that I saw on your list: the creature from the Black Lagoon that was shot at Wikiwachi. Part of it was yes. A lot of it was um, shot. Over in Silver Springs. So this is, you know, this is one of the classic Universal monsters. Uh, and I remember seeing this in college. They showed a a three D version of this as like a midnight movie once. And I just remember <laughs> the movie's a little silly, but these the, the, I remember the the shots of the lagoon that he was <laughs> in were, were just beautiful. It was just really cool to know that that was partly shot at Wikiwachi. Uh, one of the other things this was also fascinating to me. I believe her name is Susan uh, Backlany. Oh yeah, and she was. I'm with her. So she. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, she was the first victim in Jaws, yes. but she was also yes. a mermaid yep. there. This is important because that's a terrifying scene. She's the first victim in the original Jaws movie, which is right. terrifying. I read the book as a kid. I probably shouldn't have read it, but I remember reading. I, no, it's no wonder I've got a fear of sharks. Uh, <laughs> but but I remember reading the first scene in in the book Jaws by Peter Benchley, and that scene where the first woman dies is also terrifying. That was her. This is Susan yeah. uh, Backlund. Susan Backlund. Yep. I, yeah, I swam with her. We were mermaids together. And yeah, she, uh, I've seen her just uh, about a year ago. We had lunch together. And she goes around and uh, still, she said, wow, they're all kind of dying off. There's only a few of us left. We, <laughs> they go around, and do, you know, presentations and stuff. But yeah, right. that was, uh, that was pretty neat. She, her being in Jaws. As I'm saying, a lot of mermaids appeared in different things. You know, yeah, uh, even yeah. even in Sopranos, you know, and Route sixty six. Now, who was in who was in the Sopranos? Okay, what it was, uh, Tony's wife was supposedly a former mermaid, which she wasn't, but in the in the story. Oh, 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 I didn't know that. Edie, so Edie Falco plays Tony Soprano's wife. Yeah. In the show, his, I forget her name in the in the show, but she was supposed to be a former mermaid. Yeah, she was. A, that's where yeah, Tony met her. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. That's the storyline, okay? Well, they came back, and um, uh, Timothy Hutton and her came, and they she came to film some stuff there, but there was, of course, one of the mermaids did her part, you know, mm-hmm. underwater. Right. But what it was is like flashbacks for her, you know? Oh, <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. I only watched season four of The Sopranos. It wasn't, it was fine. I didn't understand all the hype behind the show, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, <laughs> but I knew the show, and that is absolutely amazing. I had no idea that in the storyline she was a mermaid. How unique. And <laughs> Route so 66, uh, they did a, and that was when I was uh, there. So that was kind of exciting. Route when they came in there and uh, shot some film there, I was I wasn't one of the stunt doubles, but it was still exciting. I'll tell you when uh, the big thing was when Elvis showed up here in uh, right. yeah yeah he was the big deal. I mean they had uh, they had to rope off everything. This was right before oh, I got sure. there. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, it was in yeah. Well, it was a couple years before I got there. He was uh he, he had a day off from shooting Follow That Dream, so he went to the Springs. And uh, 
he was honored for his achievement, and like 15,000 fans showed up. I and mean, I'm telling you, back in 61, that was a lot of people, you know? Yeah. He was pretty popular. I mean, yeah, he, he was... was. Yeah. He was, this is at the height of his popularity. I mean, this was, yeah. that's yeah, amazing. It was. And uh, the 80-year-old the that we swim with, that swims as our group, see, there's only eight of us legendary sirens. And I had to wait four years, by the way, to get a spot to fly uh, out. Because they only keep a roster of eight. So I... We got to wait till people kick off, or what happens? Yeah, well, well... Uh, Crystal, actually, I went to school with Crystal. She, her and I went to the same high school, uh, different years. She started developing ear problems and, she, and sinus problems, and she couldn't be a siren anymore. And every day, any, anytime I see her and I, we're good friends, I go, I, I just, I'm sorry you had that problem, but I, thank you for <laughs> right. leaving. Because... Yeah, you guys are all supportive of each other until there's a position on the line, and then you're like, oh, maybe, uh, you know. And I had to uh, apply for it with other former mermaids that were in, in, in the area. So I was felt lucky to get it, to be honest with That's you. That's crazy. So, I mean, but I imagine, I mean, look, you're talking about things that are difficult to do, uh, you know, at 20 years old. But I imagine, you know, at 60 plus, it must be very difficult to, to maintain, you know, unless you've maintained it your entire life. That's hard to do. It's hard to swim like that. So, is, I mean, do they still have to, do the legendary sirens, do they still, is it like, a, you know, like when you buy like an, an antique car, it only has to, to deal with the regulations from when it was made? Do you guys only have to, or do you have to stand up, uh, you know, to the current qualifications? And how they got started, actually, it was uh, the 50th anniversary of the very first show in uh, 47, and uh, some former roommates were invited to participate in the event and do a show. So it went over so well, it was so well received that the park at the time said, invited them back for holidays and, you know, special events. And then people yeah. started calling up, well, where are those, other, those legendary mermaids going to swim again? So with that, the park gave us a regular schedule. We do uh, approximately two to four shows a month all year long, and we uh, choreograph our, our own shows. And we're working on a new show now, and we do the mermaid camps for women over 30, the weekend memory camp. And I go in a couple more times than the rest of them because I really want to be in the water. So I go in and do uh, underwater safety for the young girls and when they're either in training or doing a show. And I go in and do uh, cleaning and uh, upkeep of some of the props so that the girls use now, now, to be in, to be a legendary siren, did you have to have? Do you have to do the same things that everyone has to do? Do you still have to swim fifty yards yep. or yep. with their really five hundred? Five hundred. I'm sorry. Four football fields. <laughs> right. That's a, and yeah, that's a lot. And I think one of the other qualifications is having to basically free dive 117 feet to the opening of the spring, right? Or and to do like the 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 length of the theater in one breath, right? Well, you don't have to do the deep that. Uh, down to the uh, free dive. But the girls, to make full mermaid status, has to swim the length of the theater, which is 20 windows, and they're like uh, four foot wide, I guess, and without, on one breath. But I didn't have to do that part, but I had to do everything else. Okay. okay. So you're mostly, you, you've got most of the same, basically, yeah. oh, qualifications. As, oh, oh, yeah. Wow. You know, that's that, impressive. That's the only difference is uh, the mermaid. That's the only difference is the uh, 
swimming the length of the windows. And they don't usually get to do that until they've been swimming shows for about six months or so. Okay? Then they get to do that to make a full status mermaid, you know? That's full Fulls, That's when you get your fins. Yeah, they have to create a routine of their own um, and create a different ballet move that nobody's done before and swim the length of the windows. That's, and then they reach full mermaid status. And that usually takes up to a year or more, depending on the girl. You know? I didn't know they had to make up their own unique ballet. That's that seems there's a yeah. lot of ballet out there. It's it's pretty impressive that they have to do that. So now there's also been lots of artifacts found. You sent me this whole list of actual artifacts that were found. Tell me about some of this stuff and how does that kind of tie into the the natural preserve? What happens when you guys find this stuff? Um, well, then everything stops. <laughs> you know, until they yeah have the black people come in. Um, what happened was in 1959 there. This prehistoric mastodon rib bone was found in the spring, wedged in a crevice. Well, they took it out. It did. It's in the Smithsonian, one of the Smithsonian's now. And uh, the first, there was like a couple of different periods of Native Americans that lived on the river or around the spring, okay? And the first ones were the Timucuay, and uh, they were pretty much wiped out. Oh, I guess by twelve, thirteen hundred. I don't know. Or maybe a little long, little after that. They had over two hundred thousand of them, but they were pretty much decimated by the usual things that took place when the uh, Europeans moved into the and the Spanish moved in. And then they found they, they found like in '69 they found burial mounds and pottery and beads. Okay, now we have like six archaeological sites that has been preserved and that was the other thing that made us um, that helped us become on the national register of historic places that makes sense they, yeah. yeah they had uh, yeah which because they have six ar- archaeological sites including the burial mounds that produced artifacts dated from 900 to 1650 wow the pottery was found during past excavations, and Spanish glass beads and other items were also interred with the burials of the Native Americans, which indicated there was the contact with the Europeans. Okay, hmm. so yeah, yeah. that you know was uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, and they found a large collection of uh, Spanish artifacts in seventy. Now, uh, as of late, not things that were were found have not been more notable than that, but that's pretty noticeable for especially the pork rib bone, you know? No, definitely. I mean, and it's when people find burial mounds, it's always, I always find that to be so difficult because those are pretty sacred places to a lot of the indigenous peoples. And it's always hard. I mean, you know, we have just such a, a history of, of especially with with burial mounds, no matter who they are, it's just exploiting them and, and opening them up and taking everything out and, you know, these are like sacred sites. So it, I was I was wondering like how you guys how how the state basically handles when those discoveries. Okay, they do it by the book. They uh, stop everything, you know, corner it off, and then have the uh, official people come in and make sure. And we mark it off. We've got areas in the park now that are labeled to avoid it is okay. So I mean, we do everything to preserve um, the history the environment, the habitats, 
anything we can do. You know, sometimes the turtles get annoying, so they take them, take them up in the boat like they do with the alligators, take them down river and let them go. You know, sometimes you get snakes in there, and of course, we stop the show for the snakes and the alligators and get out. But the rest, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would too. <laughs> but the manatees, they. They're part of our show sometimes. They just come in and wander on. Of course, they steal the show, but we love it because, I mean, let's face it, who's going to forget seeing a mermaid show with manatees, you know? I know. And manatees, they're so sweet. I mean, they're just a great animal. Oh, my God, they're so gentle. And they're just like, they're curious. They're very curious, especially the young ones. And they come up all the time to me to see what I'm doing, you know, or follow me around. You know, they're just neat. You know? Yeah, I mean it's it's incredible. I mean this is such a unique place for so many different reasons. And I'm gonna try to post. Uh, I think you sent me a couple of different um, documents with all the you know with all the different things that have been shot there. It's it's quite a list. I mean this is an incredible area, and you know it, it's just it's just fantastic. It's it's just amazing. Thank you so much for taking this extra time out for me. You're most welcome. I more than enjoyed uh, speaking with you. Well, thank you very much.